Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. Good to have you with us today. We're talking about prayer, and we're talking about really about the privilege of prayer and what a wonderful opportunity that God has given for us to be able to stand before Him, to come before Him and intercede and even pray for ourselves and our own situations too. But, you know, I don't want to indicate that all of our prayers should be spent praying for ourselves. Of course, you pray for you, your family, your loved ones, uh, and other requests that come to you and people that you know that are struggling. And then the nation. We need to be praying for our nation, Lord knows uh, what is going on in our country and not just our country, but the world. There needs to be divine intervention. And if the people of God will pray, God will do something. You know, one great man of God of years ago said, it seems like God will do nothing except his people will pray. And so when we pray, things change. And when we don't, when we're apathetic and lethargic in our spiritual uh, life, in our prayer life, then things begin to go down. And so we, as God's people, need to pray. And I'm going to tell you something. Prayer will penetrate doors that nothing else can do. You know, sometimes the enemy sets up a mighty fortress around people. He wants to um, destroy their lives. He wants to get them in bondage uh, uh, and do uh, anything he can, bring addiction. And so we can penetrate through those doors of bondage, through our prayers. Remember, greater is he that's in you than he that's working in the world. And so if we know that, and, and you know, I'm talking about the nation here uh, just a moment ago, and I'm going to tell you, in those houses of Congress, the Senate, and in Capitol Hill, and in the White House, and everywhere else. You want to know how to go into those doors? You do it through prayer, and you can make a difference. I can make a difference, and collectively, the body of Christ can see mighty things happen, because you can't go to Capitol Hill, most likely, and you're not going to be in those sessions when they're making laws and doing things, but I tell you what will go through is your prayers go ahead of what they're doing and what they're going to pass, and you know, there are times that, you know, um, I just pray for our government. And when I do, I pray for a binding up of those powers that are loose to bring destruction. And I pray for God's Holy Spirit to hover over what they're doing and stop and change things and rearrange things. How can he do that? I have no idea. I just have faith and trust that he will do it. And you know what? He will. I have faith and trust that he'll do things in my life and in my family's life, in my church. I have faith to believe that. And that's what it takes. 
Now, John 16, 23 and 24, we're going to read that right now. Um, It says this. And in that day, you shall ask me nothing. Now, this is Jesus talking here. And he said, in that day, the day that was to come, he said, you will ask me nothing. This is after, you know, he... um, uh, dies on the cross, is resurrected, and goes to heaven. He said, in that day, that's the day he's talking about, after he's resurrected and he ascends to heaven. You'll ask me nothing. He's telling us here a real key to prayer. I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father. See, God is telling us we should be asking the Father certain things in prayer. You have a need, ask the Father. You see someone struggling, ask the Father to help. Divine intervention through your prayer. Remember, you can go through doors that you can't get in, but you can penetrate it through your prayers. See, he says, uh, whatsoever you shall ask the Father... In my name. And again, this is Jesus talking. In the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, he said, if you ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. That is just a promise. Now, I'm not indicating here that you can ask God (laughs) to do things in your life and for you that are totally opposed to the Word of God. What do I mean? If you're asking for sinful things, you think God's going to do it for you? I don't think so. And that's not what I'm indicating here. But God is talking to people that love Him. They're not perfect people, but love Him, that desire to do His will and want to please Him, and know what the Bible says. You know what the Bible says, and so you can pray with assurance. That's so important. So what does that mean? If you're going to be a powerful prayer partner with God, you need to know this book because this is the last testament, the will. And testament means the will of God. Well, if it be your will, Lord, well, there's some things that maybe we don't know what the will of God is in our life as we're going, if there's a call on our life and we don't know exactly what that is. And, and it's okay to pray if it be thy will in that case. But, you know, when you know something's in the Bible, it's stated there. You don't have to pray that prayer if it be thy will. And so many people do that, but that's not humble. That's not humility. And that that doesn't please God. What that does is rob you of your faith. So you find a promise in the Bible. You then can pray it to the Father in the name of Jesus. And he said, I will do that for you. I will do that for you. You know, if you're looking for ways um, to straddle the fence, one foot in the world, one foot in the church, you're not going to be a victorious Christian, and you're not going to be a person of powerful prayer. You're just not going to be. So you need to decide, I'm all in for Jesus. 
I'm going to live for him. I'm going to not live with that one foot in the church trying to live like the world. See, that's, that's a problem that's going on in the church today at large. We want to be like the world. But you know what the Bible says? Come out and be separate. Come out of the world. Be separate. You don't live like the world. If the world, uh, you know, today, they don't get married. They just live together. Oh, well, in my heart, God knows. No, no, God does not know because he said, I was there as a witness at your marriage covenant. In other words, you committed to one another before God in, in the presence of God. And so God sees that covenant of marriage. And no, if you're living together and you're not married, that's not pleasing to the Lord, and it's called sin. Oh, well, don't say that. You know, people will cut you off. Well, if you'll cut me off there, you wouldn't hear the rest of what I've got to say anyway. But I don't want you to. I want you to stay here and listen to what I have to say about prayer. So we can see we're to pray to the Heavenly Father in Jesus' name. Now, that's important. When I saw that, okay, so I don't pray to Jesus, I pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. That's very important to realize that. Now, I do want to just take a moment to say this. Find what you need in the Bible and pray that. Find what you need. And also remember this, there are hindrances to prayer hindrances that will stop you in your prayer life. And so we're going to talk about very quickly four of those, okay? That I want to take you um, to Psalm 66, 18. If I regard or hold or approve iniquity in my heart, that's wickedness and evil. The Lord will not hear me. That has to do with prayer. He will not hear you if you regard and hold iniquity in your heart. And then, so what is that? That's what I was talking about a minute ago. This is a sin. You live contrary to the ways of the Lord. The world li lives contrary to the Bible and makes an excuse for doing it. Well, this is current times. That's old. It's antiquated. It's out of Stay up out of style. No, God's word is the word yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. And then the second thing is unforgiveness. And that's in Mark 11, 25, 26. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any. Well, it's just for some that didn't do, you know, things that were really bad. No, he said, if you have aught against any. And so we have to understand that, that you have to forgive. And he said, that your Father, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. In other words, let me make it clear. If you don't forgive others, God won't forgive you. Then we're in real trouble, aren't we? Because we all sin, we all miss the mark, and that's what that means. We don't do things perfectly, and we have to repent, ask God to cleanse us by His blood, even though we're children of God. Every time we mess up, that's what we're supposed to do. 
But he said, but if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive you your trespasses. And that's verse number 26. So we can see that there. The third thing is in Philippians 4, 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Well, I'm just a worrier. You need to change that. Instead of worrying, you need to pray. Tell God what you need, this translation says, and thank Him for all He has done. So it's so important that we remember not to worry because if you, you get into that position of worry, it will stop you from receiving what you need from the Lord. Now listen to this in the Passion. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day. So important to remember that, isn't it? So we don't worry, but we pray instead of worrying. And so if someone has offended us, we let it go and forgive them. And then this last thing is double-mindedness. It will hinder your prayers. All these things will hinder your prayers. John 1, it says, Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, without doubt. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. We just get tossed about and if we're in double-mindedness. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So when we pray, there's a hindrance to that prayer if we're double-minded and we're not focused on what God has promised and he has said. And I've gone over today, but I wanted to get those things in. So thank you for being here. God bless. As Christians, we have been given the power to shape our world through prayer. Circumstances in our world, nation, and in our personal life can be changed as we align with God's Word and seek Him through our prayers. In the series, Making a Difference Through Prayer, Pastor Nora King teaches us how to walk in our God-given spiritual authority, which God has made available. When we pray using scriptural principles, circumstances respond and ultimately change. To order the series, Making a Difference Through Prayer, for $7 on MP3 or $15 on CD, go to poweroftheword.com or call 1-800-956-4433. You can see your world transformed through prayer. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.